0: never ever marks this spot.
1: The ones that do call him the Winter Soldier I'm
0: Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 Report The podcast that agreed with Groot when he said, I am Groot My name is Drew, I'll be your host for the evening. Along with me, as usual, will be my brother Peter, but he is on a vacation down to the sunny state of Florida to hopefully gain the COVID-19. I am joined by two guests tonight, one of them you already know. uh, Mary Liz is returning from episode 100 to talk a little bit differently than Marvel from last week. Mary Liz, how are you?
2: Great. Happy to be here.
0: Back again, right? (laughs) Um, My other guest tonight, uh, I mentioned him last week because of the list choice. Uh, he's a friend of mine who's uh, going to broadcast school, and uh, we'll just get a little bit, we'll learn a little bit about this. Um, but, um, and it's also going to be a really interesting uh, name debacle for Mary Liz to deal with because my name's Drew and his name's Drew. So, uh, Drew, welcome to the show. Thanks, Drew. <laughs> nice to be here. I know.
2: Drew number two. I just... <laughs> Drew two. Well, I do like to poop a lot.
0: <laughs> so. I've never actually heard our voices audioed together, so I hope we don't sound too similar where it's going to be distracting to the audience. That will be completely confu- confusing for
1: everyone. And
2: I Thank sound you. just like you guys, too, so this is going to be really troubling. I know.
0: This is, is going be really interesting. Uh, drew you're going to broadcast school um you want to talk talk a little bit about that just so our listeners understand because i thought i brought it up a little bit last week yeah so so
1: i started at the illinois media school in beginning of may um pretty basic so far after the first few months of it just learning some basic audio and video techniques and uh, doing concert promos right now and TV commercials, um, and but basically teaches you every aspect of broadcasting from behind the scenes on air. So you get a chance to learn everything. Uh, give you many chances for success. And uh, my goal for me is to be sports guy all the way. So I'm doing I like the radio side. Hopefully, be be on the radio doing something like this, but on sports format, just talking about sports all day
0: which is an interesting field to go in in a world where there's currently no sports. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Your
2: timing's great. It, it's,
0: it was, it's actually perfect that I, I
1: finally end up at the school now that there are no sports because I've been talking about going here for a very long time and just never pulled the trigger and finally did it when there was no sports and everyone's in quarantine.
0: Well, what's, great. Ni- what's nice is... Well, you say that a little sarcastically, but what I think is kind of cool is if you look back into the history, because, like you know i mean yeah you are focusing on sports but we tend to focus a lot on like movies and entertainment here on the show and if you look back into the history of like writer strikes uh, one of the biggest writer strikes that happened in hollywood one of something we got out of the writer strike was quentin tarantino and then we had another writer strike and it changed like tv and film have evolved from these things happening and you get new writers and new creators and stuff you might be coming into this perfect window where people are out of jobs and they're going to might be looking for new talent And it might be, like, the perfect opportunity for you. Now that you
1: say that, a few of the instructors have mentioned about how, oh, this place is cutting a lot of jobs, and that place has been cutting a lot of jobs. And it's an eight-month program, so come December, January, when it's all done, it might, you're right, it might end up being a perfect time for everything.
0: Right, so, um, good luck to you on that one. I'm Um,
1: I'm super excited. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I... Talked anyone's ear off about sports constantly as it is, so why not try and get paid for it?
0: Which is great, because we'll be talking that later tonight. Um, however, uh, let's start off our show like we normally do. Um, we usually, Drew, since this is your first time here, we usually cover a what are we watching, what are we reading kind of category. Have you watched anything? Like in this COVID world, is there anything like you binged or a movie that you saw that um... Most recently, I probably saw The Joker. Yeah, what do you uh, think?
1: At first when the previews came out I was like, Yeah, I don't know about this one. It's kinda of hard to beat Heath Ledger and Dark Knight for me. That one, that role he, he played was amazing and after seeing the movie, I was proved wrong. Like it was very good. And <laughs> I liked it. He was completely creepy and played the role really well.
0: Right. No, it's that and what I find really interesting is how much of a social commentary that movie is on society and how society can really break down a person and then bizarrely like right when that movie like finally hits HBO we get all the protests and everything happen and I'm like we're literally living the things that are happening in that movie right now and it's crazy and it's weird and it's like <laughs> so
1: it is a very interesting way to think about. Right, it was just like it was on. just like yes.
0: wow. Like I just watched this movie and now I'm watching the news in real life and it's it's insane. Um, Mary Liz, what are you watching? What are we reading? What are we?
2: Yeah, so recently, well, and by recently, I mean sometime within the last three months, I started rewatching Marvel movies, which we talked about a lot last week. But not just the movies, I started watching the TV shows. I found some article that lists like the best way to watch everything chronologically. So starting with Captain America, the first Avenger, going to Captain Marvel, and then so on and so forth. But with the TV shows peppered in there. So the only show I've gotten through so far has been Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I tried watching it... I don't remember how long ago, and didn't really get hooked. But now watching it like in sequence with the movie, I actually like it a lot better because I see where it links. I've only finished the first season, so we'll see where we go from there. I think next on... I recently watched Guardians 1 and 2 again, rewatched those. And then next on the list is Daredevil, so that's what I'll be starting okay. next.
0: Um, in this article, does it talk about... So you watched Captain America, the first Avenger, first, but does it mention... Watching bonus sequences in different orders.
2: It well not the because
0: when I think chronologically, the bonus sequences and how they reference the other movies, I want to watch them in an order so they flow properly with dialogue cues, flashback yeah. sequences, bonus sequences from movie to movie.
2: So it doesn't include the um, post credit scenes at all in the list, but it does talk about like the. Then um, the list shorter... is wrong. It does the talk list about, is wrong. <laughs> like whatever the one is where they went and found the hammer or whatever, like those like sure. shorter. What are they called? shorts? I guess like they're the couple of those that are there within the article, yeah, but it doesn't list the post credit okay. scenes. No, so I guess it is wrong, and I guess I got to start over and figure out where. You're
0: just going to have to yeah. start over. Yeah. Um, so I watched uh, I watched Hamilton on Disney Plus. Um, I did too. Not a musical guy. I it's all good. So, I, I, I watched it, they I
1: everyone says how great it was, and I believe you, but I just can't do it. <laughs> with
0: all, with everything with all the stuff surrounding it and everything, I was like, I have to see this, so when it hit Disney Plus, and I'm like, there's no way I'm ever getting to see it on Broadway, so I might as well go I might as well sit in the comfort of my couch. My only negative against it is you know when you watch Avengers Endgame and you go in knowing it's three hours and you walk out and going that was three hours, like it doesn't the like most
1: it, amazing three hours
0: of your life. <laughs> right, but it doesn't feel like it. It felt like an hour and a half. Yeah. Like it went mm-hmm. fast. Right. And this movie was three hours and it felt like four. That is yeah. the only. That is my only negative. I liked everything I saw, but I remember getting to the intermission going, "This is just the intermission. How long have I been sitting here?" Luckily, like, it
2: was only a one-minute intermission too, not the full twenty when you're <laughs> in person. <laughs> Very true.
0: I have. Like, it's been on in my house in the background, and I've walked in and out of rooms, and I appreciate it way more, like, almost seeing certain pieces a second time around, yeah. so I wonder if it'll feel differently if I sat down and fully watched it a second time, mm. but um, I really enjoyed it. Um,
2: Can I interrupt on Sure. That? So, I uh, hosted a small watch party for it last Friday when it dropped, all with people who we've all seen it live before, and that was something we talked about, that... When you're there and you're watching it live, it doesn't feel all of the two and a half, three hours, whatever it is. But when you're watching it at home, like, by the halfway through the second act, we were kind of like, okay, like, that's, <laughs> we're getting kind of bored of this now. And we all seen it and loved it live and still loved it on Disney+, Plus. but we felt the same way, that there was, it felt longer when you're not there and, like, right. getting their energy and stuff.
0: Right. Uh, the other thing I watched was Artemis Fowl. I don't know. Um on Disney Plus. Um, I it was supposed to release in theaters and then COVID hit and it was one of those movies that went, We're never gonna release this movie, so they decided to release it digitally. So I basically because I know the book series, I was like, I'm gonna give this a go. I'm just curious how they handled it. Um it really wasn't that bad. Um I kind of enjoyed it. Um I did not like the main kid at the beginning of the movie, but then it grew on me and then like the whole thing and just it kind of all surprised me in general. So, um if you're just looking for a fun sit, and I know you're a Disney person, Mary Liz, so yeah. Yeah, um, it's it's just a fun it's a fun watch all through. Um, is that it for everyone's watching reading? I've
1: watched a lot of computer tech modules for class. Yeah, they're super exciting.
0: <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> um, I watched a couple training videos myself at work, but hey, um, um, knowledge is power, right? Yeah right. Um, all right, let's let's hit the news. Um, I'm gonna I might bounce around a little bit, but I think I've ordered it the way I want. Uh, The first news story, this made me laugh very much. Um, So Warner Brothers and Stampede Entertainment have set up Frosty the Snowman as a live-action film. (laughs) I know, you're laughing. This is the part that made me laugh heartily, was Jason Momoa will be voicing the iconic snowman. (laughs) This is serious. This is dead serious. And all I can picture is Frosty the Snowman live action with the, my man, (laughs) yeah. Like, (laughs) Like, that's... I know. Story? I just. Yeah. I could not. Huh. It, it. made I mean, me. Wa-
2: it's water, just in a different yeah. form. It, it made. Sense.
0: It made me laugh. And the one thing I can. The one thing that really makes me giggle about it is Jason Momoa's voice would be so good for Frosty the Snowman, even if it was an animated film. But <laughs> I
1: hope he's a tatted up snowman.
0: <laughs> right. I know. A, a Frosty the Snowman with tattoos. Yeah. What, that'd be. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Like for a modern take. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Switch it up a bit. Huh. All
0: right. Uh, next on the list. Um, Disney is going to reboot Pirates of the Caribbean. Drew is making a face. Um, Yes. Now, (laughs) um, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because what caught my attention on this was um, it's going to be female-fronted. Margot Robbie will be playing the lead, um, and she'll be joined by the screenwriter, Christina Hobson, who uh, was a screenwriter for Birds of Prey. Um, So as long as they take into heart some of the source material... um, To pirates, unlike the way they did with Birds of Prey, I think I'll be a little more happy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, You didn't see Birds of Prey, did you? I
1: have not.
0: Okay. And I know you're not a comic book reader, but one of my issues with the movie the movie was fine, but they totally destroyed a character that I love. So I walked (laughs) into the movie going, All right, you messed this up. And then it just got worse and worse and worse with that one character. Everything else was fine. It was just the one character. And I'm like, You never should. It's
1: your favorite character.
0: Right, I'm like kind you never you, you never should have like messed with that at all. Um all right. Drew, I know that you watch um Westworld. Oh yeah. Okay. Westworld's phenomenal. Oh. I love that show.
1: And it's getting more ridiculous every episode. <coughs> right that place.
0: Right. And that final season was amazing. Uh, Mary Liz, you don't watch Westworld, do you? No. Nope. Okay. Drew, do you know the video game Fallout?
1: I do not. I've heard of it, okay. but I don't really it's, know the premise of it. The, the
0: premise of the game is basically, like, imagine living in the 50s when you hear about the whole nuclear war coming. Like, the atom bombs been dropped or whatever, and you hear about the nuclear war, and everyone's panicking. So, like, the nuclear war's actually going to come, and people go hide in bunkers underground. And then the nuclear war happens, and then in the game, you play a guy that's going to emerge from the bunker for the first time into this post-apocalyptic world and like whoever survived and couldn't get into the bunkers and like everything you know what I mean it's it's that kind of world right but everything is still has that like 1950s look when you're cruising the world because nothing's been able to advance that's right. the premise of the game it's awesome Fallout is coming to be a television show
1: that's gonna be cool
0: right and this is the cool part it's going to be um, put together by the creators of Westworld. Right? And I know you're like, the look on your face right now, like, <laughs> it's just, just... thinking about everything they could here's, do. Here's, like. A, like, here's a quick picture of one of the like soldiers from the series, but... Oh, that's going to be gnarly. But I'm just... All I can think, and it sucks because it's an audio podcast, so you guys can't see the image, but if you're listening to this, you probably know what Fallout is. If you don't, go look it up. Use the Google
1: machine and look <laughs> it up, because it looks cool.
0: Yeah, but Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy from Westworld are going to helm the show, so I don't know if that means they're showrunners or if they're going to be head writers or what they're going to do, but they're kind of in charge right now, and it's going to to Be on, um, and I believe it's going straight to Amazon Prime. Damn so it. I well, if you if you're an Amazon customer, if you're an Amazon customer, you most likely have Amazon Prime. I
1: know I'm not an Amazon yeah. customer. Get every other every other great show that comes out. It's a new streaming right. service. Right. Buy yeah. this one. Now buy that one. Now buy this one. Yeah. And now you're broke. You get to watch <laughs> TV all the time.
0: Right. Um, all right. So um, Mary Liz knows that we talked about this a little bit. Um, and I've talked to you a little bit offline. I haven't talked to you like yet, Drew, because I know you, even though you're a big sports guy, I know you watch the Marvel films. I know you watch the DC films. And I know you kind of catch up on all that stuff. And you and I have talked in the past about, like, hey, it's a nice movie. Yeah. And we talk. Um, you guys know about the Snyder Cut, right?
2: No. I know what that is because you've told me.
0: I know. Okay. <laughs> I you do not. You do not. All right. So this is a recap for our listeners. It's a recap it's, a, it's an explanation for you, and I guess a recap for you. Yeah. Um, so, Zack Snyder made Man of Steel, he made Batman versus Superman, and then he went on to make Justice League, while everyone was doing like Wonder Woman and you know Suicide right. Squad and stuff, all, everything leading up to Justice League. Zack Snyder had a family tragedy, uh, most people know the story, uh, but basically he had to leave the film, in the end phase. When I say end phase, like, here's my cut, I'm done. It needs a quick final edit, maybe some VFX touch-up, but someone else has to finish the cut. i got to be home with my family. And I totally understand that. So Warner Brothers brings in Joss Whedon, who directed Avengers 1 and 2, and says, you know, let's clean see up Justice League and see what you can do. <laughs> Joss Whedon reshot 90% of the film and altered the story so drastically that it's a almost a hundred percent different movie than the Snyder Cut. Well, since the release of Justice League and the poor box office reviews details have slowly slipped out about what the Snyder Cut was supposed to encompass and there was a massive, massive, massive push to get the Snyder Cut release as in whoever was behind this Snyder Cut like bandwagon put billboards in Times Square uh, had signs plastered all over buildings at Comic-Con that say, release the Snyder Cut. And like, like they went nuts. Like, internet stuff. They got all the cast members behind it. Like, whoever was in charge of this really drove it. And um, so Warner Brothers, in the midst of COVID, sat down with Zack Snyder, reached out to him and said, is there a Snyder Cut? Is this a real thing? Or is the internet just blowing smoke in our direction? Do you have a cut? Are you interested? So Zack Snyder showed them a cut. Warner Brothers said... It is a, almost 100% a different movie than what was released, and which is weird because this is Warner Brothers wanting to release the movie and having to admit that they were wrong. And I don't know if any film company has ever done this. Um, if anybody could get away with it, I think right. Warner Brothers would be fine. Right. So Warner Brothers is officially releasing the Snyder Cut so if you want some idea of like things that are going to happen, so if you watch Batman versus Superman, and if you've seen the director's cut of Batman versus Superman, which is the Zack Snyder cut of that film, because in the theater, the movie was, uh, two and a half hours long. There was an extra 30 minutes that got cut out. So it was supposed to be three hours. So if you watch the Zack Snyder cut of Batman versus Superman, you see what Steppenwolf is supposed to look like for Justice League. They changed his image for the film. Um, So, in the Snyder Cut, we're going to see the original Steppenwolf put back together. Um, The nightmare sequence... So, from what we've heard, in Batman vs. Superman, Batman has a nightmare sequence where he sees Superman evil, and he sees the Scorched Earth, and the Parademons are coming down, the big Omega symbol burn. Apparently, we were supposed to see that. That was all supposed to be like a... That's like a nightmare sequence slash futuristic vision, and eventually we're supposed to see that. So, the Zack Snyder Cut... So Justice League comes in right around two hours. The Zack Snyder cut of Justice League is three hours and 20 minutes. Wow. Um, It's massively bigger. Superman in Justice League and and the Joss Whedon cut of the film is evil for about ten minutes and then becomes good guy again. And the Zack Snyder cut, Superman never comes back to the good side. Because there were supposed to be two other Justice League films to get Superman back to being a good guy. It was supposed to be black suit Superman from the comic book, not the blue suit. Like, you, like they, he had it so planned out, and they changed all this stuff. So we're getting the Snyder Cut. So there's a big recap for anyone who's lost track of that. The reason I'm bringing this up is because now we're, in, now we're looking at the possibility of Ben Affleck coming back to play Batman for future installments. Warner Brothers, after seeing the Snyder Cut, wants Affleck back, and they want him to pursue his solo Batman film like he was supposed to. On top of that, we have the Robert Pattinson Batman films coming. I forgot about that. I know. Yeah. And there's more news on top of that. So I'm gonna come, I'm gonna circle back to the Robert Pattinson stuff because if you didn't hear, the Flash movie's coming, and there's supposed to be a time travel element in the Flash film, and because of that, they have to have an older Batman. Michael Keaton's coming back I heard to that. play Batman coming for the back, Flash movie. Back. So if so we're gonna have the Robert Pattinson Batman. We're getting those three movies, Robert Pattinson, Batman. We're getting Ben Affleck back for Justice League, the Snyder Cut, possibly his solo film, possibly future movies. And we're getting Michael Keaton Batman back for the Flashpoint movie. Um, So we're going to have three Batmans. Live-action Batman all in the same year.
1: Wow,
0: <laughs> it's huge. So confirmed, and it's and the and the news here is that Ben Affleck has indeed signed a new contract, and he's coming back. The official announcement is expected to happen either at DC's Fandom, which is in um, August, or during Justice Con. Um, one of the two are going to happen to get that announcement out, but it's going to happen before September, at least for the announcement. Anyway, um, so it's that's that's insane. Yeah, right? that's a lot. That is a lot. Um, Zack Snyder has confirmed about his Justice League cut. Um, the original Steppenwolf design will be back. The original score that was carried over from Man of Steel and Batman Superman will be back. There's more night, uh, more nightmare sequences uh, that Batman's supposed to have, along with Darkseid and the evil Superman. Um, they are doing a deep dive with visual effects works. From what we've heard, it's been like 30 million dollars to clean up the visual effects. That never got finished from that cut. Um, Kevin Costner still has a cameo uh, because he played Superman's dad, so he'll have another cameo in the Justice League film. And then um, there's supposed to be new. There's supposed to be some more teases to come before DC's fandom in August. Um, so it's like a ton of like information coming out of this. Um, the other thing is that Warner Brothers is in development on a Justice League Rebirth film. Um, which is interesting because they keep talking about the idea of all like Ben Affleck coming back and like relaunching this Snyder verse that was supposed to happen that got pulled away. Mm-hmm. So after Flashpoint, we could be looking at a whole new relaunch of the DC films. Wow, like
2: that is a lot.
0: It's a it's a ton. This is the and then this is going to roll into the last couple pieces. These are the things that have fallen out of the news that I found really interesting. Uh, The actor who played Cyborg in Justice League had some very interesting things to say about um, uh, Joss Whedon as a director. Um, He had some very positive things that he said about Joss Whedon at the Justice League panel at San Diego Comic-Con in 2017. He is now retracting these statements saying, uh, Joss Whedon... Um, this is the direct quote, by the way, from Ray Fisher. Josh Whedon's onset treatment of the cast and crew in Justice League was gross, abusive, unprofessional, and completely unacceptable. He was enabled in many ways by Jeff Johns and John Berg um, their, uh, for their accountability. Now, we've heard stories about Jeff Johns being like pulled out of like the DC marketing entertainment and all that stuff, so I don't really know what happened with that, and I was kind of curious, so then I saw that quote. Um, and then I saw this, and this really like kind of turned me off and kind of, I've never been a big Joss Whedon fan, but this really got my wheel spin a little bit. Um, there's a scene in justice league where uh, wonder woman falls. There's like an explosion or whatever. Wonder woman hits the ground. The flash lands on her like face on her chest. And there's a quick comedic moment. Like, Oh, sorry, my bad. Gal Gadot refused to shoot that scene that sexualized wonder woman. Okay. Um, the dissent around direct, uh, director Josh Whedon is intensifying after Justice League actor Ray Fisher called on his on-set behavior gross and abusive. Uh, reporter Grace Randolph added to the allegations and said that Gal Gadot refused to shoot a comedic scene in which the flash lands on her body. Whedon persisted by bringing in a body double to shoot the scene. I doubt we'll ever get specifics from Ray Fisher, uh, uh, Josh Whedon, but here is one of the first reports Gal Gadot didn't want to film the scene... So Whedon did it with a stunt double. That's why you can't see your face. Wow. But it's just like it's that's like what <laughs> um, that blew my mind that that existed. Um, so I just I thought I thought that was really newsworthy that all this stuff about Josh Whedon's coming out. So that's what happens when you get too high on your throne, I guess. <laughs> Um, I got one more news story for you because we talked about the Robert Pattinson. I said I was going to circle back to that. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm doing a lot of talking right now, but it's a, like this is a lot. So, um, And then you guys are going to talk because you are going to be on the list. So the Robert Pattinson movies, uh, the Robert Pattinson Batman films, directed by Matt Reeves, who did the Planet of the Apes movies. I don't know if you saw those, Drew. Some of them. Okay, so Matt Reeves did the, the newer Planet of the Apes right. films. So he's helming the Batman films with Robert Pattinson. Um, I don't know. About, I don't know about Robert Pattinson.
2: I can't think of him in any other role aside from uh, what's the Twilight? vampire guy? Yeah, yeah.
0: Twilight. And I would never see those movies in a million years. So well, I'm. I've seen a couple of his other stuff, and I'm okay with this. This is supposed to be a younger Batman, like a Batman in his second year kind of thing, um, and. The images they've released of him in costume, they look good, like him on the motorcycle that he's got. They, everything, like, visually it looks good. I'm down. Um, go. Well, so um, Matt Reeves is working with Warner Brothers, and they're developing a Gotham Central TV spinoff. Now, Gotham Central is a Batman Central television series that focuses on the PD, where, like, the cops will, like, show up at a crime scene, and Batman will be, like, just leaving. Like you know what I mean? Like he's not in the comics, but he's a presence on the sh- in the in the series. So it's a Gotham Central spinoff TV series that is directly incorporated into the Batman films that Robert Pattinson's doing. So they'll directly be in line with it. Like you probably watch a movie, watch the season, watch the next movie, watch. You know what I mean? Like, so I just thought that was cool.
2: Yeah. So. I will say I just Google image Robert Pattinson Batman and I still think he looks like Edward Cullen but in it's, a bat suit.
0: It's, it's all good. I mean, uh, he still looks no. like a Batman. Oh, that is image. a that is a doctored photo though. That's a doctored photo.
2: Well, you need
0: theater, to yeah. you need to actually like I'll Google like some, like some screen searches because yeah. they have him with the cowl on and everything and it looks For good. For me, so.
1: the Batman Begins, the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight Rises. Uh huh. They're gonna keep coming out with them and they're not gonna beat them.
2: Yeah. I
1: still,
0: right. I haven't Those watched are the any best of for me. I, yeah. best. To, I To me, to me, uh, The Dark Knight is the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sorry, Marvel fans, I'm going to say this, but I'm not the only one who agrees. Go look at IGN's greatest list of, um, IGN.com's list of greatest comic book films. The Dark Knight set a bar, and no one has re- reached it yet. So, um, yeah. Yeah.
1: One of the most amazing movies I've ever
0: seen. Yeah.
2: that that might be the like comic type movie that I've seen the most actually, which is surprising because I'm it, more of a Marvel fan overall. But that one I can just watch anytime. Yeah, right. Yeah. And
0: it never gets old. Yeah. Every time you watch it, it's always good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't have anything else for the news, but I know that was a lot. I just had to. I, I actually didn't expect to have to recap all the Snyder Cut news, but um, it's good to know. Right. Um, So let's talk the list. So, uh, Ryan, it's time to do the list. So do your thing. uh, Play the thing.
1: And now for the top five.
0: And uh, all right, we're back. So this list, um, this list was uh, actually I always have a guest Choose the list when people I say, "Hey, come on the show," and they're like, "What do you guys want to talk about?" I'm like, "No, no, no, you tell me what we're talking about because it makes kind of keeps me on my toes." So, Drew, you wanted to go into sports broadcasting—that's the ultimate plan. Um, so, what you want to explain the list we're doing tonight? The list is sports movies. Okay, now if you've been listening to the show since the beginning, you know that we did team sports movies. Um, and I kind of when I did that list, you can go back and listen to the episode. But when I did that list, I basically relooked at my old list to make a new list because team sports is specific, where it takes out stuff like Rocky and uh, the Legend of Bagger Vance, and um, you know some of these other solo films. Kingpin, for example, is not really a team sport movie. Um, but uh, so it made me look at my list, and my list is a little bit. I tried to focus on the sport itself. Where with team sports, when I was doing that list, I kind of focused on the story that the movie was trying to tell, and like I, this one I kind of was like, well, this is sports. We're talking sports, so I should be focusing more on that as opposed to like a cool, fun story. Like I think team sports, Sandlot might have been on my list. I'd have to go back and look, but might see my point. Like that focused, that was more about the kids than it was about the sport they were playing. Do you know what I mean?
1: I kind of agree, but I kind of disagree because right. baseball was their life. It was life right. for them. It was yeah. that was that was for them, like to the point of where you see at the end Benny the Jet he True. He he, he makes
0: it. Right, all the but way it was and still... And
1: Smalls.
0: But, I felt, sense, but yeah. I felt it was more, more of a... I, <laughs> I'm Smalls! You're a Smalls!
2: <laughs> Which, if any of you, if anyone listening knows Drew, you know he doesn't look anything like Smalls.
0: <laughs> no, but I might be calling you Smalls from now on. It like <laughs> would clear up this whole Drew
1: and Drew thing. Yeah,
0: right? Um, but no, I just, I always felt that Sandlot was more of a coming-of-age film, um, as opposed to a movie about baseball. Because it's all baseball until it becomes the little, like... Pickle with the beast, and then it becomes more about getting the ball back, and it becomes like almost like an Indiana Jones adventure story. Do you know what I mean? Like it's almost got like a two part to the story.
1: So. I see your point, but from a sports guy, I, I that, I that, get that it. Babe Ruth baseball means so much, <laughs> means so much. Well,
0: yeah, that's the fertility it's, idol from Indiana it's, Jones, it's, like. It's, <laughs> but it, it it it's more than just a
1: baseball.
0: Yeah, it's I know. It. I got gotcha. you. The Babe. It's the Babe. Um, so all right, Drew. So this was your list. Um, so. I, we kind of make you go last in all this stuff, so Mary, and Liz, Mary Liz and I have to pick first and talk about our things. Um, Works for me. Yeah, so do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first?
2: I can go first. Okay, yeah. perfect. Um, well, and I'll say everything you were just explaining about the way you looked at these films is pretty much the opposite of what I did, so um, I didn't think of the sport. I thought of how I liked the movie, but I'm that's, gonna, yeah.
0: I'm going to interrupt you real quick because <laughs> I just fine. thought of this, and I meant to bring it up, so I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, the movie Predators comes up when you Google sports movies.
2: I don't know what.
0: Not mean. not the original Predator or Predator Two, right. but Predators. And I thought about it for a minute. And I'm like, they brought them to hunt. They brought them to the planet and hunted them for a sport. That's why.
2: Like, <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> is that on, on your list?
0: It's <laughs> not on my list, but it, but I was like, why is this on the list of sports movies? And I was like, oh, I remember that. They, <laughs> Um,
2: um all right. Well I will get it started then with my honorable mentions. I have two, one of them's one cheat. a cheat. Yeah. I'm gonna save the cheat one for, for a second. So the first honorable mention I have is the movie She's the Man. Uh <laughs> Which was
0: I'm not awesome. Was I'm brought not to my
2: attention about 30 minutes Before coming in to record the podcast That that is kind of a sports movie I mean, Amazing. Amanda Vines just wants to play soccer So that's really <laughs> at the heart of the movie um, But that's just That's why it's not on my list Because I think the, the soccer is kind of secondary To the whole comedy of the movie And everything like that But it's just a good movie It always makes you laugh if you ever watch it anytime it's Very quotable
0: fantastic Good um all right so my first honorable mention <laughs> my first honorable mention is basketball um I really wanted to put this on my list but I wanted to focus on the idea that we're talking sports um and yeah basketball is about a sport but it's a fictional sport that doesn't actually exist even though like when you watch the movie you're like I want to play and that sounds <laughs> that looks great uh, but it's just a wonderful wonderful comedy um people who listen to the show have heard me talk about it before so just go watch it it's it still holds up it's fantastic <laughs> Yeah, go ahead.
1: So, my first honorable mention then, we'll kind of on the same line Dodgeball. Yeah. Nice. Um, the, the true underdog story. Yeah. It, it, it makes me laugh every time. Ben Stiller is hilarious using that, <coughs> that big F word, Chuck Norris, at the end of the film. <laughs> that makes me laugh every time. So, Dodgeball.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, Mary Liz, what's your next one? Your cheat, right. you say? Yeah, that?
1: it's a
2: cheat because it's an all-encompassing situation. So my second honorable mention <laughs> is Disney Channel Original Movies sport movies because when I was thinking of what all my favorite sport oh, movies I, are i understand you, what, you see what I'm saying yeah so many of them were DCOMs that I was like I could make my whole list of <laughs> DCOM like sport DCOMs so I'm just going to give a shout out to a couple of my favorites not going to talk about them I'm just
0: going to put this as Disney Channel sports that's like everyone
2: yeah, well that's not a DCOM but Brink <laughs> that's a DCOM I do if, <laughs> if I saw Brink do you know um, what a DCOM
0: is um, no okay. Disney
2: Channel original movie they went right to TV the, the glory days I will say if DCOMs were like 1996 till <laughs> 2001, 2, maybe, like pre-high school musical, but like high school musical was a DCOM. The so. look
0: on Drew's face is wonderful <laughs> <laughs> because you went like hardcore nerd out right now. <laughs> I didn't even know people knew about those things. Oh uh,
2: yes, there, there's many of us out there. Um, when, when she
0: came on, so when we did our Disney episodes, she came on and there was a lot of DCOM talk. Like <laughs>
2: yeah, we could I could do a top list definitely of just decoms, but let, let me just give a shout out to my favorites. Brink is one of them. Um, Alley Cat Strike, which is a movie about bowling, which is a sport. Um, <laughs> which, which is a sport. Yeah, it is. Uh, Motocross, which is about like dirt bike racing. Right but, on. See, they were all over the board. It wasn't just your typical sports. There was Gotta Kick It Up, which was a dance movie. Um, right on Track was about like race cars and... Um, Brie Larson is in it. That's, you know, really oh, yeah for yeah, right breakout films. Uh, yeah, so there, there's one about a, a wrestler who's deaf. Like, they just were all over the place. <laughs> there was a baseball movie with the guy's a chef. Like, they were... I can't say enough good things about DCOM sport movies, which is why I had to not put them on my list because the whole list would be Are, they, are
0: they all on Disney Plus?
2: Not Actually, not all of them, because I think I looked for Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, which is the baseball chef one, and that one was not on there. So if you're looking for that one, I don't know where you got to go. Fantastic. you got me
0: excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, my next honorable mention um, is a movie that I I would... It really, really surprised me when I saw it the first time, and that's Bring It On. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: Surprisingly
0: like, not on my list. Like <laughs> I like I'm sorry, like I when I saw it the first time, I'm like I'm not gonna watch this movie and I remember being like almost to the end going, Why did I not watch this movie sooner? Um it's funny, it's just a good story, but it it's it's a sports movie. There's no way Richard? you can No. Are you just not <laughs> admitting sisters? it? He's winking, I'm Okay, <laughs> so younger
1: I have younger sisters, so they would watch it all the time and I would walk past while it was on T V but never actually watched the whole movie through. Mm.
0: Yeah, no, I... Give it a try. Yeah, I... How about I this? I
1: think at this point in life... At this point in life,
0: you're probably not. I just remember going, that's a good movie. And it's a movie that if there's literally nothing else on TV but it's on, I'll stop flipping channels. <laughs> um, all right, Drew, what's your final honorable mention for the night?
1: Final honorable mention is The Fighter. Oh, yeah. Mark Wahlberg plays an underrated boxer, his older brother... Was a crack addict that was also a professional boxer. This was uh,
0: Christian Bale's Oscar winner.
1: Yes, Christian Bale and played played a great role as as an addict and former boxer and just how he, he trained his brother and tried to get his brother to be champion and that whole story and to the point of he Mark Wahlberg Mickey Ward actually becomes champion in the end. Yeah, and it was very entertaining and another one of those movies I see every time and enjoy it every time.
0: Nice, all right. Uh, Mary, Liz, we're now we're now on okay. our actual picks for the night. So, what's your first uh, pick for the evening?
2: All right, my first pick for the evening is a movie called Stick It. <laughs> it. <laughs> I feel like you guys are a lot. What's at what's great of what's guess. great is
0: that Drew and I are going to be talking like serious sports conversation like with football and like maybe a few other things you but think Mary Liz is, And, and, is not I'm, not, and I'm not I'm not saying gymnastics sports? not. I just have a feeling Mary Liz is going to throw us curveballs and we're going to be stuck talking about like weird movies There's that we a never a couple
2: <laughs> that are not curveballs but this would definitely fall into the St- curveball. Stick
0: it made me laugh. I get okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> no it's,
2: it's a funny one. Yeah. So if you're not familiar it's a movie about gymnasts. There's this one gymnast who um, She was kind of getting into a lot of trouble, so instead of going to juvie, they instead sent her to, like, this um, pretty much Olympic training facility, like, where she was going to be trained to be an Olympian, and she definitely doesn't, like, to follow all the rules and everything like that, so by the end of the movie, she had, like, her whole crew on board with her to, like, kind of go against the, the strict rules of gymnastics, and I don't... Now that I think about it, don't totally remember how it ended if she if they ended up winning or not because I guess that really (laughs) wasn't the point. But the point was they were you know sticking it to the gymnast man and you know rebelling. Yeah. And it was funny. It was really funny. No, it's yeah.
0: I don't remember much about the plot of the film, unfortunately, but I remember enjoying it, and it's a pretty funny movie. What's
2: his face as the coach? Um, He's in the Big Lebowski.
0: Uh, Jeff Bridges? Yes,
2: yes. Yeah.
1: The dude. The yeah, dude. The dude's the coach. The coach. <laughs> yeah. we will be drinking White Russians and yeah.
0: <laughs> sounds like <laughs> Drew might sounds like Drew might be uh-huh. watching the stick it later.
1: <laughs> Outlook not good. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, all right. So my first pick of the evening is uh, the movie Invincible, uh, which is Mark Wahlberg plays, plays Vince Papali um, yes. um, joining the Eagles. Um, this is just I. This is a movie I did not expect to be as good as it was when I went... Like, I went in, like, low expectations, but I like sports movies. I always have, like, sports movies, and this just... This blew me away, and it's a movie that I I will watch. Like, if it's on TV, I'll stop and watch. Um, Everything about this movie is just really cool, from, like, him, like, interacting with the team, him getting picked on the team, his life outside, like, all the stuff happening in Philadelphia. Um, I don't know if you have anything to say on it. This, yeah...
1: I'm, I'm a huge Mark Wahlberg fan, obviously. Oh. The fighter with so Mark Wahlberg, So your too. whole list is Mark Wahlberg? <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> I wish there was a way Plot to do
2: twist, that.
1: that's
0: what the <laughs> show's about. But yeah,
1: he, he played that role really, really well. Um, love it. From being a fo- an old football player myself and that being my favorite sport, it just makes it that much easier for right. me to watch as well.
0: Sure. Um, nice, all right. Uh, your next pick.
1: All right, my first on the list is The Sandlot. Well, even though Andy doesn't think it might be the I did not movie, say that. I personally see it as a true sports movie. Plus, I grew up on that as a kid playing baseball and seeing The Sandlot and playing with friends. It was like, okay, I remember those days of just throwing your glove in the air and hoping the ball fell in it. And, you know, it, it makes baseball bigger than just a game in the movie. Mm-hmm. And that to me is what like a, a true sports movie will do for you it shows you the sport but it makes it bigger than the game and what you know really important life and everything included
0: yeah, yeah. i love the sandlot as a whole i just yes. i i always i always like yes it's a baseball movie yes it's about baseball i just always saw it as a coming of age film which ultimately that's the whole point of the movie anyway right so that's what i meant by that i was not yes. throwing any shade at the oh, sandlot so. <laughs> no i it's get on my list. yeah 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 <laughs> um all right, uh, Mary Liz. Yep. We Throwing actually
2: matched on The Sandlot, also on my list, because it is a great sports <coughs> movie. Other Drew. Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm
2: just kidding. Uh, but actually, the so I don't relate as much to the whole, like, going outside and playing baseball thing because uh, I'm not really much of an athlete myself and didn't really grow up that way. So I do like it for more of the coming-of-age, like, part of it over the sports part but it's still one of my favorites just you can rewatch it like year after year it's still it holds up so well it, it, and, it's
0: always gonna yeah, hold it's
2: up. Al- yeah it's always gonna be good and fun fact last year I or two years ago I dressed as squints for Halloween
0: Did anyone do, like, a buddy costume with you? Yeah, yeah, it was in the
2: office. Well, we (laughs) were supposed to be, well, (laughs) one of our coworkers was supposed to be Wendy Peppercorn, but she kind of flaked, so it didn't look as good with me being squints. But we had somebody who was (laughs) dressed as uh what's, um... The redhead. with with red portal. Yes, Ham. yes, thank you. So somebody dressed as The him, great
1: Bambino.
0: And somebody was
2: dressed as Benny. So, like, I mean, it, it wasn't right. super So it kind of was yeah, kind of a group costume. but Yeah, kind of a group costume, but half the people flaked. But I still think I pulled off squints very well. I'll show you guys a picture.
0: Nice. Um, all right, so my next pick for the evening that throws it back to me um, is Moneyball. Um, Almost made my list. This... This is a movie that surprised me. Um, One of the things I really, really liked about this movie was the the behind-the-scenes aspect of the film. Um, And it's not like, yes, it's about baseball, but baseball wasn't, it wasn't about a team's Like, you know how, like, Major League is about the team. Um, This was about the people putting the team together. And, yes, it was a historical moment, but it was kind of like how they did it and, like, the, the backlash they got for doing it the way they got it. And you really got to see how they handle things, maybe on a financial side. And this was mm-hmm. the first
1: time teams were going to, at an analytics point to right. put a team together. Right. And That's why there was so much backlash, and it took a while for them to get the right. team going. But it was first time teams are trying it this way and seeing it right. it, was
0: just, it, was a, it just. It was a really... Really cool movie all the way through.
1: They believed in the process. They saw it through, yeah. and it worked.
0: And it and seeing Brad Pitt was amazing. I do think it's funny that he's almost he's eating in almost every, every scene.
1: Every single movie. He's every
0: single in, movie and all
1: the time just chowing down. You know what's life. interesting
0: about eating though is that um you know I've done enough uh, theater and film study that um anything that's in your hands is a prop. So when you have a you have a glass in your hand. That's a prop, and you can move it, use it to, for gestures and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. If you have glasses in your face, you can pull it off and you know bite on the tip of it or clean the lenses or whatever. And eating is always good because you can have a thing a tray of nachos, like in uh, um, Ocean's Eleven. He's like eating nachos <laughs> for a little bit. and He's just eating, but it's something for him to do to on do screen, it, yeah. so he's not just standing there. Um, so. And what's better than eating? I don't know. But I just... It's it's a cool character choice for him to do, and it's funny. Like, so when you go watch a movie like uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and he doesn't eat that much throughout the... Like, he does eat, but not nearly as much as he does in Moneyball, because that was kind of the big joke around that film. But uh, Jonah Hill was awesome in that movie, too. Um, yeah, it was just a good overall movie, but it's one of... It's always... I actually think it's stuck as one of my favorites for team sports movies as well. I think it went in my list as well. Hmm. Um, I'd have to go back and look, but... Um all right this throws it to you.
1: Okay, next one on my list is going to be Creed. So
0: it's very I was st- I was wondering if a Rocky movie was going to like come up and I was like well, there may be another one And later. I was and I'm on and I was <laughs> thinking about Rocky going, "Man, like for example, I'm, I'm not trying to cut you off, but I was thinking about, if I were to pick a Rocky movie, what Rocky movie would it be? And I kept... And my brain kept, like, rolling back to Rocky IV, and I know that's, like, not everyone's favorite, but I just love that fight at the end of the movie, like... <laughs> so... Um, but, yeah, go ahead, man. Um, Creep. So,
1: it's very similar underdog story, becoming champ, and just like Rocky. Um, very similar to it, but a more modern, updated version. I'm a huge Michael B. Jordan fan, and I could watch that movie over and over again, just like a lot of the other sports movies. He plays an awesome character as Adonis Creed and uh, his, his, his child, but through a estranged relationship and just his way up to the top and how he makes it and getting Rocky on his side to help train him and get him to where he wants to go.
0: The, did you see Creed? No. Did you see any of the Rocky movies? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, you need to go see Rocky. You okay. need to... Uh, I'm going to pause the podcast right now so, so you plus. can go. <laughs> not.
1: We're going to talk about it
0: <laughs> It is not, but you need to see Rocky. Um, I loved Creed. Like, loved Creed. And it was such a... It was such smart, like... And I get really into writing of these movies and like that's, that's one of the things I always look at is the writing and the storytelling and I, it's such smart decisions when they were putting those together and, um, yeah, I did not watch, I have not seen Creed 2 yet, but, um, I enjoyed I, that very I, much. I loved the first very Creed. Much.
1: I, see, I, when I watch movies, I don't, focus as much on the whole plot and oh, how well was it written am i entertained or was i not entertained <laughs> maximus are you not entertained <laughs> yes i was entertained very that's
0: much that's a good point <clears throat> <clears throat> um all right was that all you had on creed that's it all right uh, mary liz to your right. third pick of the evening
2: this might be another curveball for you guys my next <laughs> movie is like mike <laughs> Anything? Anything? Little
0: Bow Wow? Yes,
2: with little Bow Wow. So, uh, yeah, he finds I
0: did not expect this to come up this evening, but alright, go ahead. Well, you could have just picked Space wanted. Jam and had yeah. an actual Michael Jordan <laughs> in the
2: movie. <laughs> Right. Well, our age differences, like, show a lot when we record, and it's, this is one of those it's times. It's weird. Yeah. I
0: always think she's older than she is. Like, we'll be talking, like, her and I will talk offline, and I'll bring up a movie, and she'll be like, I've not seen that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's you're a okay. way... that came out
2: when I was in kindergarten. I'm like, you yeah. are
0: way younger than I am.
2: Like, <laughs> so. so, like Mike, you know, great movie. He thinks he finds Michael Jordan's shoes. Maybe they were. I don't remember if they ever confirmed that from the movie, but I really liked the whole storyline of the kids in the orphanage, and then spoiler alert at the end they get adopted by the basketball player I don't know I just like it it's like angels
0: in the outfield
2: (laughs) (laughs) almost
0: it it is like it is like angels in the outfield Hmm. wow
2: Wow, which one was made first? I'm just kidding.
0: Right. <laughs> um, I don't have
2: anything else to say about it. No. I just like it.
0: Do you have anything to on the mic, Mike? I haven't seen the movie in so long. I just... I've just i never seen it all the way through. I just knew Lil' oh. Wow was in <laughs> it and he found a pair of Magic MJ shoes. Yeah. yeah, right.
2: That's all really you need to know about the movie.
0: Right. Um, <laughs> all right, so my uh, third pick for the evening is the movie Rush. Have you guys seen this?
1: I have... I don't remember a ton from it,
0: but okay. I remember it being entertaining. Uh, this is... Uh, Liam Hemsworth plays a... Liam Hemsworth... Chris Hemsworth, so Thor. <laughs> Thor. Thor is an uh, IndyCar driver, and it's all about IndyCar racing, and it's a rivalry between two um, two drivers, um, and it's a, it's a... Unfortunately, their names are foreign enough that I do not want to butcher them on the air. So uh, just go watch the movie, because it is incredible, and one of the things I love about it um there's a cinematography that was used in the movie uh that dealt with like when the races are going on like it's almost like you feel like you're in the car with them it's incredible how they shot the races the crash scenes are amazing like just the way that like you think you've seen a car crash in a movie go watch this movie and you have not seen vehicles crash the way they do like it's it is gripping it is intense all the way through it Uh, it's a wonderful story um And then uh, there's only one part that I had, it was a rough for me to watch because, and I don't get squeamish at medical scenes, but there's one driver who gets into an accident that you have to see a medical procedure done, and it is rough to watch. It's the only part of the movie that's like, okay, I actually have to look away. Um, (laughs) But overall, the movie's incredible. Um, So definitely, definitely check it out if you have not.
2: Surprisingly, I have not seen
1: it. Uh,
0: I don't remember it very well,
1: because I wouldn't remember a squeamish scene like that.
0: No, it's it was it's just it's a really good movie, and I, it kind of surprised me. Um, Chris Hemsworth was on Fallon, and he brought it up, and they aired the trailer, and I'm like, ooh, that looks good, and then I just kind of waited for it, and just on the whim of the review from Fallon, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go see this movie, and it was just fantastic. Um, so, Drew, this goes back to you for uh, number three for the night.
1: Next one is going to be Friday Night Lights. It is a football movie. About Texas high school football based on a true story um, about their road to the championship supposed to be the best in Texas and just shows how <clears throat> big of a deal high school football is to the state of Texas and what mm-hmm. those kids go through to to make it to the top and win state and that's all that matters and it's it's a cutthroat and that's sad to think of football, high school football yeah. being cutthroat like that, but that's how it the it, it's depicted in the video and and how they make it all the way to the final state championship game and come just a little bit short. But it's it's more about the message for the, the kids and that not always winning is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. It's like they came together to rally back and you know, as a family, as a team, and, you know, make something of what they could have been a blowout
0: of. Right on. Yeah. Um, did you watch the show? I watched the show multiple times over. Being a <laughs> okay. Michael B. Jordan fan, he's no, in the show no. as no, well. I, right, so. I hear you. Uh, my only, my problem, my one problem with the show is Peter Berg shot it so tight. Like, he shot, like, real tight on faces, so, like, I felt like I couldn't... There was a lot of scenes where, like, I can't see what's going on because he's shooting it, like, so close to the characters, and, like, there's more going on on the screen. Can I see some of that stuff? He didn't do a lot of wide angles. Um, I really liked the show. Um, Me as well. Do you know, and you might, you will know more than I will, does the movie have... Uh, is the show almost like a rewrite of the film, or vice versa? Because well, I know the show came second, but is it almost like, wow, we should expand on this and like show, make a show? The I believe, or? Star
1: came first. <clears throat> okay. So the show is coming, oh, and then the okay. movie came. But it's based on their team from, uh, I want to say, the 80s. Okay. So this is an the actual team, the high school football right, team, right, right. That, that season, that okay. one big season of theirs. Um, so part of that is it's not i don't think it's necessarily it's not based on those teams but it's just yeah. showing the same aspect of high school Texas football and how big of a deal it is and how far right, right. it can be
0: and so, right. same,
1: kind of, same kind of concept, but different from the side of. So, the
0: show did come first. I mean, I could Google yep. that real quick, but are you looking that up right no, now? Okay. Sh- no, I'm else.
1: pretty <laughs> positive the show came out first, and then it might have even been somewhere in between the show.
0: I could have swore the movie came out first, but either way, I just was curious if one re- was kind of like a rewrite of the other, or, you know, there was a popularity of one and we should expand on it and do this. Or, you know what I mean? Like, the movie came out, and then, like, oh, people really like that. Maybe we should make it a show, or vice versa. Um, where it was, you like, know more about, about these movies,
1: thing. movie things than I do, so you might be right. And, and I'm going like, to have
0: to offline go look it up. So, um, Or I'll do it while Mary Liz is telling us what our next, um, her pick is. So have a nice long review so I can quickly Google uh, Friday Night Lights.
2: Cool. I have a feeling this is going to be a longer review because I feel like this is one some of us might match on. Um, my next pick is Remember the Titans.
0: Uh,
1: I'm going to match up with you. Oh, oh okay. Oh, cool.
2: Yeah. Um, so this is one of those movies I feel like, yes, football is the heart of the movie, but there's just, like, so much more to it, and I feel like it's a great depiction of, like, how sport can bring people together, and, like, it's not just about the game, it's about more than that, and, like, the way it brings together that school, that community. Um,
0: Go ahead, keep talking.
2: Uh, <laughs> the school, the town, like, everything like that, and just brought them together. Um, closer together in a time where things were segregated and I think that that that's why I like that movie so much and uh that hospital scene at the end just gets me every time yeah not it's the real end
1: it's real I don't know
2: where it is yeah
1: it's close to the close end close to the Three end yeah. before the
2: he's my brother ugh every time yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything to say since you matched with her do you have anything to say on Remember the Titans just pretty much
1: the same thing it's uh football movie again, which I love and how many
0: they, of your list is football movies? I know we're not to the end. I'm just, just curious. Two. Oh, okay. We've been ta- I feel like we've been talking a lot of football, but I've had a couple in there too. Yeah. That's why I was like, you know, so
1: um so yeah, just the whole during the civil rights movement on how nobody wanted them to be together, but this coach comes in and we finds done. a way to when everyone hates him because he's black and doesn't want him there replacing their white head coach who has been there for so long and won championships with them and proven himself to just be replaced because of the way the Civil Rights Movement was at the time. And nobody wanted to play for him. Nobody wanted to come together, and he brought them together and Mm -hmm. brought not only the team together but the coaches yeah, and got... The one-time head coach to swallow his pride and do what's best for the team and mm-hmm. bring help bring them all together because he saw that that was going to be better for them as men and as teammates and as people. So
2: yeah, I want to watch it. I, I haven't know. seen it in so long. It, I think
0: that I know tomorrow. is on Disney <laughs> Plus. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: though.
1: pops
0: up every now and then for some oh. reason. It's like on the front mm-hmm. page. So like wow. they clearly I'm want us to watch tomorrow. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, my second to last pick of the night is Varsity Blues. Oh yeah. Um, now, what's interesting about this is because I, I mean, I'm I'm kind of glad Friday Night Lights came up because I feel like oh, before I go on Varsity Blues, uh, the movie came out in two thousand four. The show came out in two thousand six. Okay. Oh. So I have a. It's really that long. Ago. So I have a feeling the what happened was is they went oh people like this we should expound on it and did the show. Um, right
1: because oh that's right. The coach's wife in the movie then became was the same actress as the coach's wife in the show. Oh. Right. So I remember that.
0: Yeah. Connie Britton. Yes. Yeah. She's awesome. She's good in like almost everything she does. She's an
1: American Horror Story.
0: She is an American yeah. Horror Story. Uh, varsity Blues, I think, I w- I've always wondered, and I'd have to look this up and maybe do some more research, and I probably should have before the show, but I've always wondered if Varsity Blues was meant to be the first attempt at the Friday night lights story. And then after the movie succeeded in the way it did, they're like, let's actually tell the real story. And then they made the actual Friday night lights movie. I've always wondered that. And I won't, you know, just because of this, how similar those stories are, um, varsity blues for me. Um, and that's like, bring it on. This is one where I didn't watch right away. And I remember sitting there going, why did I not watch this movie sooner? This movie's fantastic. Um, Everything from the football aspect of the film to the kids growing to the coming of age aspect of the kids growing up and um, like them dealing with their own personal lives and dealing with the uh, being famous in a town, like the big, f- the uh big fish in a small pond kind of aspect cuz who knows what happens to them when they go off to college and everything. So,
1: one big difference between the two, the coaches.
0: Oh, the coaches for one sure. One
1: coach is a total dick and <laughs> right. doesn't right. want doesn't Absolutely. care what's best for the team or the kids. Friday night lights, That's all the coach cares about. Right.
0: Absolutely. Um and I love and I and I love when they in Varsity Blues when they fight back against the coach. It's 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 fantastic. Long and
1: time coming. Yeah.
0: It's a it's a long time coming, and I remember, I remember going into Varsity Blues not sure how I was going to. It's all right if you hear that little click. It's Drew dropped a coaster and fell off his drink. <laughs> it wasn't um, me. It was that Drew. Um, the uh, uh, that totally derailed my thought. No, <laughs> um, the idea that um, the way they fought back against that coach. Um, I always thought that was I always thought it was really cool how that all played out, um, in the terms of them taking over the team themselves and finishing that final game without the coach. Um, and then I remember being a little taken back by it when I went to see the movie because of how James Vanderbeek. I'm I remember coming off of Dawson's Creek, going, "Okay, I'm gonna go see this guy do the sports movie." Like it just <laughs> it didn't sit real well with me, and then I ended up really liking it. So um, it's it's one that holds tight with me, and I it just carries through. So. And then we all go to the tweet the new tweeter end zone dance. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> the have you seen Varsity dance. Blues? Nope. You're, oh, Mary Liz. Miss Davis,
1: I give you a ten. I,
0: <laughs> I might, I may be handing you a DVD before you leave my house tonight yeah. and you. Um, taking that home. Well,
1: You've got a few movies to watch. Clearly, about. yeah. And they're all football oh. movies.
0: Yeah, oh, basically. I do I like
1: football.
2: I mean,
0: <clears throat> this does bring us to our final pick of the night. So, Mary Liz, you're up first.
2: Mm-hmm. So, another curveball, but I don't think you guys are going to laugh at this one. My last pick of the night is Million Dollar Baby. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. Yeah, so Hilary Swank plays um, a female boxer coached by Clint Eastwood, Um, and this is another movie, again, that's like, yes boxing is the main part of the movie but the movie really just focuses on their relationship and how like they grow closer and um it kind of turns into like a father-daughter relationship kind of thing because we learn that he has an estranged relationship with his daughter she doesn't didn't really grow up close to her father so they kind of end up that close and then um and they not to give the whole thing away, but the the end of the movie, you know, she got severely injured in a fight, and uh, Clint Eastwood had to make a pretty tough decision about what to do um, with her since she was on life support and everything. So that move it was, yes, about boxing, but again, about, like, so much more just with their relationships, and I enjoyed the story and the... Um, Way that they both grew like closer together throughout the whole movie, and I just when I was like looking it up again before we started, I didn't realize it won so many Oscars that came out before I cared about awards. Like, like, yeah, I didn't that was that was a action. huge yeah. Oscar
0: winner that year. Yeah,
2: so. yeah, I didn't realize that. So
0: you have yeah. a lot. You have you're doing a lot of nodding. Do you have anything to add to this?
1: <clears throat> I don't remember the movie a ton. I just okay. remember it winning a lot of awards and it being a good. A good movie. Bringing this really up, a bringing yes. this up
0: makes me yeah. wonder what happened to Hilary Swank because we haven't seen her in a really long time, especially but, after that role. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, when you yeah. get, usually when you're in an Oscar-winning movie, that kind of opens up doors for you, like all over the place. Um,
2: I never thought I haven't thought about that at all. Um,
0: all right, so uh, my final pick of the night um, is this is probably my favorite sports movie of all time, team sports, whatever it doesn't matter, um, and that's Miracle. Um, I'm a huge hockey fan. I followed hockey really, really closely for a really long time. And recently I've kind of fallen off the wagon, but nothing's happening. So it's not like I'm missing out. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I was actually born the year that Miracle happened. So unfortunately I kind of missed out on it because I was like, I was an infant and was not watching television. Um, but knowing the fact that I was born that year, it, for some reason there's like this weird connection with knowing that that happened that year. That like really excites me every time I see the movie. It's the one sports movie that I cry at almost every single time. It makes me tear up. I don't. I don't care saying I cry at the movie. It's fantastic, mm-hmm. um, and I love. I love certain sequences like when they when the Russians pull the goalie, um, and you know uh, Kurt Russell's like they just pulled the greatest goalie in the world to sit on the bench. You know what I mean? And you're just like yes, here we go. Yeah. Like it's just. They, and they also for a hockey movie they shot it really well. Like some of those scenes are intense. Like they really, they really shot that movie in a way, uh, cinematography wise, um, in a way to really make you feel the action on the ice. Um, and hockey movies, I mean, just about everyone's seen Mighty Ducks or Mighty Ducks Two. I don't feel like they've ever shot the action that close in a hockey movie in comparison. Um, I don't know if you have anything to say on Miracle or not, but. Kurt Russell's speech in
1: that movie makes you ready to run through a friggin' wall.
0: Right. And if
1: you ever need to get amped up to do anything, just look at Google machine it. Look it up, listen to it, and you'll be psyched to do anything. I'm going right. to start listening to Eat this word. cheeseburger! Yeah. Like, right. it doesn't matter the task. They'll get you ready for it. <laughs>
0: right. Um, I also, I love the scene, and it's a hard scene to watch because you know the players are being punished, but the scene where Kurt Russell at the end of the game makes them run oh, the lines, yeah. and he just makes them run them and run them and run them after mm-hmm. the game, and they're, like, dying, and it, the whole point was to get them to realize... what you mean skate them? Skate them. <laughs> the whole point was to make them realize you are not playing for what you think you're playing for it's this is a much larger picture and you guys need to realize that right now um and it was it's that moment where it's almost like the climax happened at the beginning of the film before like everything you know what i mean like it wasn't the big the way stories work you get to a climax then you have the big like ending sequence it was almost like the climax happened so early and then suddenly everyone's jiving the way they're supposed to and yeah very very excellent movie and when we were talking before we started recording you're I heard you say, "Oh, I forgot about Miracle." Did you have anything to add to that, or like?
2: No, I just kind of forgot it existed. I don't, um, <laughs> which kind of says why it's yeah. not on my list. No. No, I remember sure. enjoying it when I watched it, but I it was a oh, long time ago that I watched it, so I don't sure. really remember much about it. But I, I remember that scene that you were describing of when they kept when the coach kept making him keep skating and, you know, trying to teach them that lesson, and you know, that's.
1: It was those tough lessons, and those are the reasons why they got to where they were yeah. and why they won. Yeah,
2: I'm definitely gonna start listening to the speech at work though. When you know I need some motivation.
1: When somebody pisses you off and you're like, <laughs> just Did feeling deflated. You
0: play that or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Drew. This is your final pick of the night. Um, so what do you got for it? So not only is the speech good, but you can play
1: Eye of the Tiger and get a little Ooh, Rocky
0: yeah. Balboa going to get you pumped up. Which and, and Mary Lou's so needs to see Rocky Balboa yes. anyway. So.
2: I do know the song.
0: <laughs> Rocky
1: is my final pick. Um, again, great underdog story. Still stands up today. It was Sylvester Stallone's coming out party. From there on, he became a superstar, mm-hmm. and obviously made a ton more Rocky movies, even onto Creed and Creed Two, which I loved as well. Yeah. Um, a lot of boxing movies. I don't know what it is about boxing movies. They've been. They've all been so good. Like even have you seen Southpaw?
0: Uh, yes. Jake Gyllenhaal. I, yeah. I
1: loved that movie. I was that torn... Mo- that movie was intense, I, too. I was torn between even putting that on my list, because mm-hmm. that's another one. Watch all the time, never get sick of, and... I don't know, something about that movie...
0: Something about two like, guys beating the hell out of each other? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like,
0: um, 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 but, The... Did you have a, Sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, no, Rocky... This is that thing, like, when I... When I was making my short list, and my short lists are always much longer than short, but when I was making it, when I was like, I, you know, I Rocky came up in my mind, I was like, man, what Rocky film do I choose? Because here's the thing, they're not all the greatest, but if you watch them, like, if you watch them as, like, treat them like the Avengers and watch them in order they're amazing when you put them all together. Mm-hmm. And, like, the fact that he's... Like, Sylvester Stallone's been playing the same role for how many years? You know what I mean? Right. But when you go... When it all comes back to that original film, as much as I like the fight in Rocky Four, it all comes back to that original film. Right.
1: The whole the whole thing's good. Yeah. All of it. It sets, sets you up for all the rest of them. <clears throat> right. And that's why I, in turn, like, creed so much, as much as I did as well.
0: Right. So... Did you have anything to add on Creed? I'm sorry, Creed, Rocky? Um, And we all want to run the steps. I've never gotten a chance to... I've been to Philadelphia. I've just never gotten a chance to run the steps.
1: Did they take the statue down? I thought they...
0: Whether whether they have or not, I just know I've been to Philadelphia and I and when I was there, it did not cross my mind to run the steps and then. But you can't I feel just like run them.
1: them. You have to run them like Rocky and throw your hands in the air and triumph. Then yeah. you get to the top and jump up and down. Yeah, but the at the same time, I
0: realized way. that I forgot to do it when I was there and I've been kicking myself ever since. This is so. <laughs> we couldn't trip to Philly. I know, right? Yeah, let's do it. Um, well, Drew, this actually brings us to the end of the episode. Um, so I really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, I appreciate you. This was a lot of fun. Time. You are more than welcome to come back. So if you have any list ideas in the future, or if you're like, hey, you know what, I really want to talk about Marvel. I just watched this movie. Come on over, and I will play it out. Mary Liz, as always, you have an open seat at the table, um, and you've been back plenty of times. So yeah, are, are we ready days. with our D list in the future? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm, gonna sit that, I'm gonna sit that one out um next week peter will be back and we will be talking anthology films slash anthology stories um and peter's going to explain that a little bit more in depth next week when he gets back because it's more of a complicated uh situation than i thought it was so because uh, i'm having a hard time putting that list together uh, <laughs> so um peter will be back and we'll be discussing anthology films So, do us a favor, uh, check out our website, topfivereport.com. There you'll find links to all of our social media, Twitter and Facebook, along with a link to our email, topfivereport at gmail.com. You can hit us up at our email or our social media. We appreciate either one. Um, We are on Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe to us. You will not miss a single episode if you do. And uh, we also appreciate the reviews you leave us. Um, We definitely love the five stars, uh, but we understand criticism because it helps us get better and it makes the words we feel, uh, we say, sound important. Um, you can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Drew3927. Um, Mary Liz, do you want anyone to follow you anywhere? No. No? Drew, do you have any, Do you want to care if they follow you anywhere? You guys like movies more than sports, so probably not. All right, fantastic. <laughs> Just um, being honest. For the top five report, I'm Drew.
1: Mary Liz. And
0: Drew. And we'll see you next sports. week. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Have a good night.